Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. Today, I'd like to talk about listening. Now, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But do any of us really listen properly and listen enough? And can listening in itself be therapeutic? Now, in a medical context, I first came across the power of listening when I was a medical student and and that was in the context of listening really carefully to a story that the patient is telling you in order to get clues a little bit like a detective so that you could work out what was wrong in terms of their medical presentation so that for me falls into the category of paying attention but there's another kind of listening isn't there and and it's the kind that some people find hard to do so the first thing is, if you're, if you're really listening, you need to be silent. And it depends on the modality. I mean, if you're doing it on the phone, obviously that's, that goes without say. But in person, you might also be using the right body language um, when someone's telling you a story or telling you something that is important, especially if they're upset or they're venting something. And actually, when I was a, a GP trainee, my trainer, Ed Peel... Um, used to talk about active listening, which is something that's quite familiar to GPs. And really the whole point of active listening is to pick up on cues and listen fully um, and deeply so that the listening in itself becomes part of the therapy. Actually, the most impressive display of this that I've ever seen was from Ed himself. And when you're training to become a GP, you often do something called joint surgeries where the trainer and the trainee see alternate patients. And um, I, I found silence hard, actually, in consultations because certainly when I was a green GP, I felt this pressure to try and, you know, cure everything or found myself not being able to do enough for patients and that meant that I'd probably talked a bit too much and Ed said look you know this next consultation I'm going to show you how active listening works you know at its best and he what he got through the whole consultation without saying a single word it was masterful and and the patient didn't no, couldn't tell because they were talking and Ed was listening and nodding and gesturing 
and it was just amazing to watch. And actually, if you demedicalize things and think about everyday life, sometimes, you know, the taxi driver or the hairdresser, it's easier to talk to them than it is to your friends. You can just offload. And there's something very powerful about that. So recently, um, an old friend of mine mentioned that they were going to become a Samaritan. Samaritans, for those of you that don't know what they do, are volunteers who listen. And one of the qualities of listening that we haven't touched on is being able to do it without judgment. And that might sound like it's easy, but it's not. Some people are just hardwired to want to give other people advice. And it's, it's interesting because if you're the kind of person that doesn't like being told what to do, uh, depending on how that advice is imparted, it can really have negative effects if you're not careful. So what else does listening mean? Well, if you th look at it from the other point of view, a lot of people just want to be heard. And to be heard, it means someone needs to be hearing or listening. I remember many years ago, we had some training when I was a GP trainee uh, from a coach, and he quoted something from Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is, seek first to understand, then to be understood. And it stayed with me for the last 20 years. I think it's a brilliant dictum. And you know, whatever you're doing in your life, whether it's the fact that you've had bad service from your mechanic or whether it's that you're unhappy with a particular service like the doctor or the dentist, if you listen and understand where that person's coming from before jumping in and saying, well, you know, hang on a minute, you know, blah, 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 this happened and that happened, you know, um, which l leads to an escalation, frankly, in terms of frayed tempers and sometimes aggression. Actually, by listening and understanding someone's position, it really takes the steam out of the situation. And I guess that's the point. Listening isn't just listening. It's also what comes after that. Also, another tricky communication-related issue is being comfortable with silence. And there are two people I know that really sort of use this very well in the consulting room, both ex-colleagues of mine, uh, who used silence powerfully. There's something very powerful about not saying something, because whether you're listening or not, the other party kind of assumes that you must be listening because you're not saying anything. And I think in this world where there's so much pressure to do something, actually listening, which in itself is a real skill, actually, it's, it's harder than it, it appears, is slowly becoming a lost art. The number of times that I speak to people on the phone who literally say to me, look, I just want someone to listen. I, I just need to talk to someone. And that's the point. You want to listen with the intention of understanding. 
not replying. It can be really difficult, especially if you are a problem-solving, logic-driven person, because your tendency will be to reply with a solution. And, you know, agencies like the Samaritans, their job is not to come up with solutions. They're there to listen. So a really important part of listening is actually retelling the story to the person that you're listening to. So this is absolutely relevant in medicine, but also in other industries. And it's a really effective tool. So let's take, for example, and I'm, I'm being purposefully over the top here. Say you're a customer who has had their watch battery replaced. God, it makes me sound so old school, but I still wear watches that need batteries. It stops working after two days and you ring up the place where you had the battery changed and the first experience is that the person says, okay, so let me just go over that. So you came in two days ago, we replaced your battery and the watch isn't working again. Is that right? So they've just repeated your story, what you've told them, and immediately you feel listened to. But if you rang up and the person said something along the lines of, well, all our batteries are new and I'm afraid there's nothing we can do about that. Now, actually, in example one, if the person had said that second sentence about the fact they couldn't do anything, after saying that first sentence where they'd listen to you, you probably wouldn't mind so much. But if you hear that that no answer, you know, that kind of reactive, oh, this is this is the answer, that digital kind of answer, it's more likely to get your back up, isn't it? And it's so interesting when you watch doctors, nurses, other healthcare practitioners in consultations, whether it's on the phone or in person, and the logic-driven person who, who doesn't quite have the patience or the, the EQ, let's say, you know, to just take that extra second to listen, they're the ones that patients tend to get upset with, or they, they tend to get complaints because they didn't feel that they listened, or they felt they weren't taken seriously, or they felt that the doctor or nurse was uncaring, none of which is probably true it's perception and that's the whole point the power of of listening active listening and an appropriate response is worth its weight in gold the other um, element of listening that I come across quite often is in couples and it's no exception in my household um, where one half of the partnership if you like is sounding off and just wants the other person to listen and the other person just starts problem solving and making suggestions and it's really irritating and again it's just human nature these are things that we naturally go to as our default but sometimes less is more just listen so if you're sold on the fact that listening is worth doing well how do we get better at it well Obvious things like eye contact if you're actually in person. Good use of body language to make sure that you're acknowledging that you are actually listening. Don't interrupt and make sure that you don't start problem solving or coming up with solutions. 
try to stand in the other person's shoes. What are they experiencing? What are they saying to you? What are they feeling? Look for nonverbal cues. What's their body language telling you? And finally, one of my favorite ones from Roger Neighbor is to summarize. Repeat back to them what they've said to you. And actually, it's really interesting. In psychotherapy, one of the tools that they use is if you say a sentence, uh, for example, I really like the tree in the back garden. And then you say the last few words of that sentence back to the person, the tree in the back garden. What that does is it throws the conversation back to the originator. So they have to then come back with a reason. Now, it can be a bit irritating if you're doing that all the time. But sometimes if you run out of ideas for how to reflect back or to summarize, it's not a bad tool. It doesn't always work. Sometimes people who are quite concrete will say, yeah, the tree in the back garden. Um, and then it's back to you. But anyway, worth a try. The other really powerful thing about listening is that it's, it's so taken for granted. I mean, I don't know, but I don't think any schools teach it, do they? But the reason it's so powerful is that it's a gateway into empathy, compassion, politeness, decency, and making people feel that they've been heard. All really important in societal terms. So just imagine if we were all a bit better at listening. And again, of course, the world we live in doesn't necessarily allow that. We live at, you know, a thousand miles an hour, don't we? And even when you think about power, you know, in the political sense, people who were seen as great diplomats, um, and this is by consensus when it comes to their peers, like Henry Kissinger or Tony Blair, and I'm not political, but one of the things that they were really good at was listening. And anyone who's been in a meeting with them will tell you that um, they just had really, really good interpersonal skills. But one of the biggest elements of that was listening. So for me, um, one of the things I've tried to do over the last 15 years probably is is say a bit less because my brain runs ahead very quickly and I always want to come back with something to offer the other person but often it's just not necessary or needed or, or not what they want actually at that point in time. So on an individual level um, if you really want to hone your listening skills firstly have a look at my show notes and, and have a read about active listening if you've never come across that but the other thing is about going inwards and, and really listening um, in a mindful way. And if you do any kind of meditative practice, then listening is a key part of that. But if you want to go the other way and do it in a group, there are lots of examples of this, one of which is something called Nushu, which is a, a group-based community where the groups can be online or in person, but the rules are very simple. You listen and you're not allowed to give advice. And people say what they want in this group, and it stays within the group. But the real skill and the magic happens purely via listening. Now, I don't have any affiliation with them, and I don't know much about them, but I just love the concept. And I think the wonderful thing about not being allowed to give advice means that you can't have a judgment. What you're doing is facilitating the other person being heard. 
And I think that in itself is just a wonderful thing. Okay, so that was listening. And I just want to thank you for listening. I really appreciate the support. And thank you again for all the suggestions that keep coming through. They're great. Keep them coming. If you like what you're listening to, please leave me a rating and tell people about it. Have you got a friend who has 15 minutes to kill on a short journey and just needs a dose of thought provocation from me? And in the meantime, do stay well, look after yourself. Until next time, bye for now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.